everybody, this is Cameo Savodka. And this is Kaylee Weiss, and you're listening to... Selling Crazy. <laughs> I threw you for a loop right there, because usually you say that. Uh, you really did. Gotta keep you on your panicked. toes. <laughs> it was this, like, feeling inside my heart. It was like, what do you do, Cam? You just go. What? What am it. I supposed to do here? <laughs> <laughs> so, we are so excited to be here, to be recording today. Um, the sun is... It's up there, remember? <laughs> it's up there. Somewhere. Somewhere. It's actually <laughs> snowing outside yeah. in both like Portland and Salem, Kaiser. So it is a winter wonderland or trying to be. It is a winter wonderland in Beaverton as well. I know I texted you earlier and I'm like, is it snowing at your house? Because it is snowing here and like sticking. Full-blown snowing. So we're not getting as much sticking as you guys are, but it's definitely like snowing and continues to keep snowing. For sure, the kids are like really hoping for another snow day tomorrow because school got canceled on Friday. I have no idea why. I it wasn't it wasn't even a thought here. <laughs> there was a minute of snow, but then like it was bright and sunny, and they still canceled school. So we woke up to a two hour delay. I'm okay with that. And then they were like, "Well, fine," but then they fully canceled school, and I'm thinking that's got to have put a wrench in a lot of people's day. Yeah, my husband is hoping <laughs> for a snow day. <laughs> tomorrow. Does his work close? I mean, in the last few years when we've had like a ton of snow and like no one can get there. Yeah. Semi-closes or closes? Uh, I think it's closed a couple times. Like if Costco's closed and it's not a holiday, you know that the world is ending. It's an apocalypse. (laughs) It's a, it's an ice storm. It's a what? It's a a fire storm. Apocalypse? An apocalypse. (laughs) An apocalypse. An apocalypse. Apocalypse. (laughs) I also can't say birthday. I know. And I love it because you're so perfect in every other way. And then you say something (laughs) cute. I'm like, yeah, she's human. I love it. Oh, my God. (laughs) So we would (laughs) we want to tell you guys where we've been because we missed. Do we miss a week or two weeks? I think it was about two because it's the holidays. We have stuff. It's the holiday season. And a whoop dee Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, and then my family got like uh, the plague. Yeah. And we're just like vomiting and super sick. And like, uh, Kaylee's like, are you guys okay? Can you record? And I'm like, no, I can't. No, I was like, do you need anything? Like, I have Instacart. What can I Instacart? I'm like, we can't keep anything down. I can send you stuff. I'm not getting anywhere near Don't you. Don't bother. No. Don't bother. We can't keep it down, so Ooh. it won't matter. It's Yikes. coming out of all the orifices. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, TMI. So, we missed two weeks. So, we are yeah. back. We're excited. Yeah. We're super jazz. We have a lot of news. Um, Kaylee got a new baby. Kaylee a puppy, not baby. a baby. It's not a baby. <laughs> She has a baby. If Debbie is listening to this, she's going to be like, there's another grandchild. No, we got a new puppy. Um, Back in October, we had to put our rainy girl down. She was really, really sick. And that was really hard. Um, Our other dog, Combi, is nine. And he was just like super mopey. (laughs) Like he whines a lot anyway. He's a constant companion. Yeah, he's used to a buddy. And I'm apparently not a good enough buddy for him. So (laughs) the kids had been begging for a puppy and I'm like I don't know like I kind of like being a one dog house because he's like trained and we can leave him and like yeah for a whole day and not worry about stuff we can travel he can go to friends houses and stay it's easy 
Yeah. Then the kids decided they're going to get me on board. Great. I'm easy to persuade in that realm. (laughs) But then they're like, mom, we need to get dad on board. (laughs) I said, well, I don't know. I don't think he's ready. He took Rainy going really hard. Yeah. Um, So they're like, we're going to make a PowerPoint presentation for him on Canva. Not PowerPoint, a Canva presentation. I said, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm like, what do you need from me, guys? (laughs) So they did it. And the first page in this endeavor, I mean, he was dead just going in there. He had no chance. And the first slide was puppy equals happiness. Like, Oh, done. Well, and then, then tell them about like my, like my dialogue with you. Well, you were, <laughs> I'm like, tell Ryan to get us, let us have our puppy. Well, she's like, do I just need to like Ryan, please. show up to your door with her? <laughs> I said, you know, that'd I be was great. Like, should I buy, should I just get her and then like show up and be like, oh no, I have oh, a puppy no, you can't that I no. can't take care of. Oh no, yeah, poor here's me. a puppy. <laughs> And, and she's then like, maybe, maybe I if said, we maybe. can't persuade him. And then Cameo talked to her husband and he goes, oh, well, every puppy we had, my dad said no. And my mom just got it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up. Yeah, straight up. He's like, just tell Kaylee to get the dog and then just like apologize. Like it's better to ask for forgiveness. He's like, my mom literally got multiple dogs over the years. And my dad said no to every single one of them. She'd just show up with it and he'd be like, God damn it. <laughs> well, I knew we'd get one. End up with this dog I knew we'd get one eventually. Years. It was just like, it had to be the right dog. And Black Labs are, that's what she is. Black Labs, and that was Rainy, was a Black Lab. They're very expensive nowadays. They are not these cheap 300 bucks for a purebred Black Lab anymore. It's like thousands of dollars. And that's insane. Yeah. Love my dogs, but holy shnikes. So yeah. this one came up. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm on a Black Labs of the Pacific Northwest Facebook page. <laughs> so I see puppies all day long. Of course it's great. you are. Of course I am. Of course you are. Because um, I knew when Rainy was sick that like eventually we'd want a puppy. So yeah. I wanted to kind of like know yeah. which breeders I liked or what areas. And this family isn't a breeder. They just bred their dog to kind of mellow her out. Just yeah. a nice sign of what I my puppy's I've never personality heard of that, is. But... <laughs> I have. Um and it's always nice to have them go through one pregnancy so then they're like very lovey and all that but they were down in southern Oregon and I told my mom about it and Debbie goes well how about I go check her out and then we'll go from there I'm like oh crap we're doomed now Debbie and Craig Debbie and Craig are like lab lovers I grew up with black labs and yellow labs all my life my grandfather used to raise grand champion labs so our family's like Give us a black lab puppy and we're just happy. You guys, just to like not interrupt you, but interrupt you, you guys, she sent me pictures of like when her parents went and saw these puppies. Oh, yeah. Okay. My dad like, was you want in your heaven. heart to melt. Heaven. Like these, like Craig is like making out with puppies. <laughs> like they're just like loving on him. Like it's ridiculous. Like ridiculous. They're so happy. And so my mom, after she saw the dogs and saw the parents of the dogs, like I wanted to know what the mommy and daddy looked like. The mom looked just like our Rainy, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. And she goes, if you don't get her, we might have to. <laughs> my dad's like, no, we don't. No, we don't. We don't need another dog. I'm like, yeah, you do. So, and that was actually on Rainy's birthday was when they went and met the puppy. Aww. And so the kids finalized their presentation. They did all the, I'll pick up the poop, which hasn't happened yet. I'll take her it's out to go potty. Lie. They take her out. Yeah. They take care of her. They 
get her out of our room in the morning and take care of her in the mornings, which is great. But they presented it to Ryan and he was like looking at them. The last slide said, do you have any questions? And he's like, no, I don't have any questions. And they're like, okay, so what do you say? And he's like, sure. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. I was so surprised. So Jack said that if... So he was easy. He was easy. He was easy like Sunday yeah, morning. Yeah, and Jack yeah. said that if he was going to say no, he was going to bribe his dad with three weeks of camping. And, you know, that would work too. Ryan loves camping. He does. So we adopted little Magnolia on Black Friday. Oh, And she is pretty perfect. She's so cute, you guys. I love her. She reminds us a lot of Rainy, too. So... She was the runt. So you have to put pictures up now because she's like so cute and she's so rotten. Like she's a little troublemaker <laughs> and she's yeah. like biting her brother. Combi is warming up to her. So cute. She hasn't ruined our Christmas tree yet. So that's good. Mm-hmm. But it's like having a newborn <laughs> the baby. The season is young. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The season is young. The season is young. Yeah. So yeah, you well, had I the play. We get our way. I got a puppy. Yeah. We got a puppy. It's definitely came we get our way too. because yeah, because I kept texting her being like, is Ryan gonna let us have our puppy? Like, why won't Ryan just do what we want? Why won't like, Ryan, Ryan let us get, get our, our puppy? puppy? We need our puppy. And she kept lolling every time. I'm like, no, bitch, I'm serious. Like, that's my dog too. Like, and you haven't met her yet because you got the plague. I was gonna bring her by to I see did. you, and she's like, Don't come over I here. Know. Please don't. I know. Literally, we had it all planned out for her to come, like, meet me right away. And then I was like, don't come even a block near my house right now. This is, like, ground zero right now. <laughs> so. But we're, everyone's better now, right? We're on the mend. It's like that gross thing where things just keep lingering in your lungs. We're better. Ugh. We're better. Is it, like, green no, stuff? No fevers. Okay, that's good. No, I don't think it's green. But thanks for asking what color it is. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm into colors, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so we're so excited to be back the sun is caught we don't know if it's shining it's snowing so that's it's something. snowing there we go um what are we going to talk about today well so if you don't know what cameo's favorite phrase is lately <laughs> it's <laughs> f around and find out i won't say the f word yeah but it's yeah it's hilarious to hear her be like well f around and find out because it's true because it's true you like you do, don't want to test you want to yeah you want to you want to mess it. with us? Try it. But <laughs> we're going to kind of rephrase that into using setbacks and failure to propel our business. So literally, yeah. mess around and find out. Do it. F around and actually find out in the most positive like beautiful way. Did you ever. just drop the F bomb? No, I said oh. F around. I was like, "Whoa, wait no. a minute. <laughs> there goes our PG no. rating." <laughs> There is no real F words to be said today. If there is one that slips out, Ben will censor it. Ben, please censor it. Yes. So we want to talk about how to to deliberately and freely use failure to find confidence and success. Mm -hmm. So we are like huge believers in the fact that like failure is like, it has this connotation of negativity, but is literally the most freeing, something you should be doing every day on the regular And you should look at it as a tool to propel you into success. Yeah, it's a good thing. Because in it is a great thing. In failure, there's all these amazing things that can be found. So we're going to kind of go through some of that. And we're going to talk about like our mindset and our views on failure. 
If you're making mistakes, it means you're actually taking action. You cannot accomplish anything if you aren't willing to first just go for it. Do it. That means to take action. Yeah, I heard a quote somewhere and I'm probably going to say it wrong. What you don't change. I always, yeah, I'm always like prefacing it with (laughs) this might be wrong, but it's going to end up sounding just right. (laughs) Someone said it. I don't know who. And don't know who, but now it's mine. (laughs) The things you don't change, you accept. Yes. So if you're not trying to make changes and finding failure in that, you're just accepting the mundane, boring, whatever life hands you. Yeah. So definitely going out there, trying new things, failing, using that failure to learn. I mean, fail forward. We always say that. There's no shame in failure. Fail forward. And also like, you're absolutely right. Like your life can be, you are like the, the CEO, you're the writer, you are the navigator of your life. So what happens to you and how you view these things that happen to you. So like your life can either be, you can be just a participant who just goes along with whatever's happening to you or yeah, or (laughs) you can actually take action and take responsibility to change the things that you don't like, right? the things that you don't want in your life. And that's okay it's amazing to do that because I would rather take control and like ha- be a participant and have a say in my own life than just go with the flow. And along the way, understand that it's okay to like fail while I figure it out. In fact, being cool about failing and recognizing the lessons learned in it is just a beautiful thing that just, I want people to realize that failure frees you, mm-hmm. right? It frees you to learn the right direction. It frees you to make to make choices and to be okay being wrong and to be in a space where you're constantly growing. So we want to go through like five steps about failing that are positive. Yes. So the first one is making mistakes helps us learn and redirect. So if you fail at a specific thing or particular thing and it doesn't work, try a different way. Try a different path. Don't keep trying the same thing and failing and being like, what the heck? You're trying the same thing. Because what do they say? Like, that's like the insanity, the definition of insanity. I was like, psychotic. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should see each other. We're like staring and trying to get the word. What's the word? And our Botox is like not letting us show that we're (laughs) we're confused. (laughs) We're like, no, like the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. No, that's stupid. That's insane. Clearly. Try something out. Try something crazy. If it doesn't work, try something else. Yeah, because there's a freedom in like failing, trying another path, having a redirection. Like failure sometimes protects you from getting the very thing you think that you're supposed to get. And we've talked about that a thousand times, but you fail and you're like, oh, maybe that wasn't the right path. And then like you see something else or you try something else. You try another path and ends up being like where you're supposed to be. So some of your most, the pinnacles of your life can be on top, piggybacking, like a mundane part of your life that you failed at, right? And it forced you into a different situation. So making mistakes and seeing them as failure, but as an opportunity, not only to succeed, but to build a stronger mindset. And that's huge for us. We're all about mindset, Mm -hmm. being strong in our mindset, controlling our own, you know, thoughts and minds and destiny that way. And like super cliche, insert Kaylee's super cliche moment, wherever a door shuts, there's a window, right? Yeah. Like sometimes no is the answer. 
that you need to redirect and try something else. Because if you keep trying to open that door and it keeps shutting on you and you don't realize, oh, it's shutting on me, you're dumb. (laughs) Like quite literally. Yeah, I mean, so like... I'll, I'll tell the, a little bit of a story. So like I left title and escrow, which I really loved because I was like, I'm not really sure if I want to be in marketing in escrow, title and escrow, or like, I don't think I want to be an escrow officer. Like, where does that leave me? Because there's only like so many avenues. And I <laughs> yeah. loved the company and I, di- I didn't want to leave. And so I ended up going, being recruited by this commercial company and it was hell there. I just absolutely hated it. Everything that I loved about my other job, like strong women, camaraderie, like just, you know, it was all different. It was just so different. And so I had my real estate license because I was running these commercial transactions and I got pregnant with Isla and it ended up being one of those things where it's like, I'm failing here and I'm miserable here. And yeah, I'm doing a fine job, but I realized that I had this job that I had chosen was like also a very, it was even more of a dead end position. Like, and I was miserable and it just was a bad space. So I chose instead of staying there because I was so unhappy to take that failure and move it into something else. And I went into residential real estate and I was terrified and I was scared. And just like you said, a door, like this door is like here and I hate it and I see a window and I'm like, this window is really scary because I'm going from having a paycheck and a 401k and like insurance and all this stuff, but I'm not happy here. Right. And I know in my heart that God is like, run. Right. He's telling me run. And there's this little window and he's like, go. And so I went and I leapt and I just had faith and I worked hard and I kept failing. And like, it's brought me to where I am and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, like helping people buy and sell homes and helping them, you know, just doing the best job to make this as easy for them as possible and just take care of my clients. So it may not always look like a door. It may look like a tiny window. So squeeze your body through it and just go for it. (laughs) I think one of the most important... Squeeze that ass through. Squeeze that fat ass through that (laughs) hole, pregnant lady. Um, I think one of the biggest... (laughs) We're laughing very hard. Um, We are laughing. Uh, We're so glad to be back together. So awkward of me. <laughs> Squeeze that fat ass through the window, pregnant. Lady. Well, you were pregnant, so <laughs> yes. But we need like a compilation of like super like inappropriate things we both have said as like a year in countdown. I don't know about and that. We're gonna need you to do it. Ben's like that'll be extra. <laughs> I have to listen to you, that'll stupid be- ladies, again and again and again. <laughs> One, it's easy because y'all are highly inappropriate, and two. Or like the dumb things that I say, like all my cheesy cornball sayings. Your dad, your dad jokes. Yeah. Shut up. Yes, they are. So (laughs) anyway, my takeaway from that, like a huge thing that I got from your story is you were doing a fine job at the crappy job you hated. Yeah. Don't take that as a, I'm supposed to be here moment. If you're stuck in a place where you're like, I'm making money, I'm doing okay. If you're not happy... And if you're not to the place where you want to be and you're not excelling and you have dreams and aspirations for something else, take that as your sign. Like, here's your sign. There's another stupid thing to say, Kaylee. Your God knows. Mm -hmm. Like, we've had this talk before. Like, we're given our intuition by God for so many reasons. Like, oh, your gut knows when something isn't right and it doesn't, it isn't serving you. And like, listen to it because it'll tell you when it's time to go. And it's just a matter of overriding that like fear and being 
okay, being okay with failing and learning and pivoting. So that's like where we're at. So failing, learning, pivoting, making mistakes. It's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. What's number two, Cam? Okay. Number two, mistakes force us to get creative. Yes. And that is the truth. So if every time we tried something and we just like, we're like so good at it, that would just be the end of the story. (laughs) We would never like be like, well, shit, that didn't work. I know people that are like that, though. <laughs> but they're not all. They, but in the yeah, background, yeah. they're failing, too. Yeah. So don't let that fool you. I can think back to when I was in college. I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. <laughs> mm-hmm. That door shut I real still quick. think you should do that. I don't think We're so. We're going to need some tuna. <laughs> I can't even. No. <laughs> no. Um. That door shut real quickly and abruptly. And thank God it did because that would have been a lot of money wasted. But then I was like, maybe I want to be a graphic designer. And I'm like, I'm not very creative. I can't do this stuff. So I dropped out of college at that point at 19. Fast forward to now where I have been forced to get creative because I'm in a different industry. I went from title and escrow into commercial real estate as well, which is very funny that we have very paralleling lifelines. Yeah. But it's forced us to get creative and where we thought we'd never be probably is doing the social media stuff, doing a ton of creative marketing stuff. I never thought I wanted to be a marketing person or a social media person. Or if two years ago, you would have told me I'm going to speak on a stage. I would like, you're crazy. Literally never happened. Or a year ago, you're going to have a podcast. Mm, Very funny. Yeah. But it's forced us to get creative, use different parts of our brain and really like learn new things. And it has really changed our business and our lives. I mean, we're not the same people we were a year ago. We were not the same people we were 10 years ago. And that's because we have failed at things that we tried. And we tried different things. We've gotten creative with where we want to be in life. It's the 100% the truth. So Isla had this like really cool, like you all have probably, like many of you have kids who are like elementary age have done a similar project. So she had the egg drop project where yeah. she had to come home and she couldn't use up um this time you know she couldn't use a parachute so she had to like we had to figure out like a way to drop the egg from very high and not have it break so like her and I are doing the project together and I'm like sketch out like six ideas that you have and then we'll run these scenarios which the sketches are really really cute like <laughs> I bet <laughs> like very cute so she has this like all these sketches she's ready to go so we get like our eggs out and we try like one experiment. I'm like, okay, so let's kind of combine all these and let's like run one path and let's just try until we figure out how to like insulate the egg enough. So we try like the first time we break an egg. We try like five eggs and we're dropping them from like the top of the stairs. And so then every- These same if they were store-bought eggs and not my beautiful, delicious eggs. They were a thousand percent store-bought eggs. I approve. And we had, we had them in a Ziploc bag. So when they broke, you know, they weren't going all over the place, but- Every time she'd be like, okay, well, now that that didn't work, let's try this. And then by like egg six, she had tweaked it every single time and she was excited. She's like lit up from the inside and she's like switching it up and she's like, let's now put this in here. And now like dad said, here's some bubble wrap. Let's put bubble wrap in with it. By egg six didn't drop. And every time she'd added a new idea and changed her path. And what the kid says to me at the end when the egg finally survives the fall, she says, you know what? That was like really fun getting it wrong. And that is like the perfect definition of failing forward. 
like using your failure to just turn it into like this beautiful success and enjoy the ride along the way. She was so excited. I have like chills right now because her little face was lit up and she was so excited. And she was like, it was so fun getting it wrong. And if we could just capture that childlike innocence to just be adventurous about our lives and to be have so much fun getting it wrong until we get it right, get it the way that's right for you. Because your definition of happiness doesn't have to be the same as anyone else's. No, not at all. And something that kids have that us adults don't is grit and tenacity to keep trying. We try something. Yes. And they're like, that was fun. Let's do it again, but different. Us as adults, we're boring and we're like, "Mm, I'm going to Google a different way and just give up. No, stick with it. We just think that we lost if we got it wrong. Yeah. And if she had done that, she would have quit right away. She never would have saved the egg. She never would have had the joy of winning, of figuring it out. And now she has like this confidence where she like the next project, she'll be like, okay, let's go. Like, like saddle up, let's go. So just, you know, making mistakes forces you to get creative. And I just want to like encourage everybody to find the joy in figuring it out instead of like the negative and feeling like a failure. Because you're not a failure if you're trying, even if you fail, right? Yeah. Okay. And that goes into number three. What's number three? Which is making mistakes ultimately makes you create a solution that creates confidence. Yes. You become a registered badass. (laughs) Registered card carrying. You do. (laughs) Badass. And that's how Isla felt. She felt like a badass. She felt like so successful because it had been such a sweeter victory to lose so much, but finally get a win, right? Because she never gave up. So... When you make a mistake and you fail, you find a path to success and you gain your confidence. You can begin to see your failures for what they are, which is not negative, yep, but positive. As an opportunity, yep, to grow and learn and change paths and get creative and just do it differently, but be confident that even if this next time fails, you're going to learn from it and you're going to get it someday. It may be tomorrow. It may be 10 years. Yeah, and there's like a joy. Yeah. Find the joy in like the journey. Oh, wow, cliche. Whoa. Wait, hold whoa. on. Say that again because Ryan will hear it and be oh. like, whoa. He he sees that and hears that. I actually don't know if I can say it again. The joy is in the journey, not the destination. I've never said that. I've never said that before. I have so many times and I have it on a coffee mug and Ryan keeps telling me, he's so funny. He's like, I think the world's trying to tell me something, the universe. I saw this chick with a t-shirt that says that, holding the mug. (laughs) At work, he sees some chick with it. We see artwork that's really cool. And like, in it, it's life is about the journey. And he's like, seriously, Kaylee? I'm like, well, (laughs) cheers, dude. I'm going to get all our mugs that say that. I'm going to get cheesy mugs with my quotes on it. Look for it in our Etsy shop. There we go. <laughs> merch, babe. Oh, baby, merch. Merch, merch. Merch, merch. <laughs> that made me forget where we are. <laughs> I don't know where we are either. <laughs> I think we're on to number I said four. something cliche. We talked about Ryan. It's so, about the yeah. journey, not the destination. The Enjoy journey. the journey. Enjoy failing. Enjoy You have to look trying. at it as, yeah, as an opportunity to learn and grow and redirect In doing this, you're going to gain more strength. You're going to gain more confidence, resilience, and try to enjoy it like Isla did. Try to enjoy it. Like I learned actually so much from her in that moment. I was like, wow. Yeah. Crazy what our kids teach us. Mine teach me that I need earplugs some days. 
Like right now, I can <laughs> hear them yelling at the puppy. Don't bite me. <laughs> opening another bottle of wine is totally, totally okay. No one's going to judge you. <laughs> no. All right. So number, number, are we on? We're on, on number four. four. Making okay. mistakes teaches us humility. Yes. Which in turn helps us to be empathetic to others, which is super important, especially in our industry. Like, oh my gosh, especially in this world today. Well, like, yeah. With this, just social media and just people like who hide behind computers and say nasty things. The like, trolls. It's more important. Oh, it's more important than ever to realize that the one thing we all have in common is that we're all human, humans that make mistakes. Literally everybody makes mistakes. Imperfect beings. Yes. So we need to have grace for each other and we need to have empathy. And when you fail and you understand how that feels and then you redirect and you keep going and you gain resilience and strength, it helps you to understand how others feel when they're going through that. So it teaches you humility and empathy. And then if your friend is failing at something, you can be there for them instead of what? You didn't get that the first time. (laughs) No one wants a friend like that. Yeah. In a really genuine way. Mm -hmm. No. So, I mean, it just really helps us to walk in in someone else's shoes. And I think if like we all have that mindset and we all share our knowledge and we share like our love and our strength with each other, the world could be like a a better place. And that goes right into number five. (gasps) Okay. Number five is. How perfect is that? Make. (laughs) It is actually perfect. It's it's like you made it that perfect. But I didn't actually mean to. So (laughs) That's the best part. Do you guys hear that? I know. (laughs) I know. Most of my successes are accidental. That's number six. And there's me. Very empathetic. I know. My failures. My failures are definitely on purpose. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, number five, making mistakes help us helps us to gain confidence and knowledge. It helps you have a frame of reference when you face a new challenge. If you go into a new challenge, you start a new job, you start a new career, you're, you know, taking a new path in life. And you have learned from your mistakes in the past to be confident and really face it head on. Going into this new challenge is going to seem so much better and you're going to be so more empowered when you go into it. Like, I'm just thinking back like way back, Mm -hmm. like my 20s, how I would deal with mistakes and failure and challenges. I'd have like a pity day, like, oh, poor me. Like, now it's like, meh, get over it, Kaylee. Like, Put on your big girl panties and let's keep going. Oh, oh my God. I'm so sorry, everybody. That's my pup. Her, her wolf dog just goosed her. Every day. <laughs> Every day. But like learning how to face those challenges and be confident and really face them head on is huge. And it's such a mature thing to do. I think everyone in their younger years will have issues with facing challenges because it's something you have to learn. You're not born with this. Yeah. And look, if you're having a bad time and you need a pity day, we both are there. Take a pity day. Take a pity day. Netflix and chill or do yourself some Instacart like ice cream and do whatever it is that makes you happy. We're there for you. <laughs> it's like um, the text we, I we, sent we, you the other day. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm literally ordering all this from Instacart. And I was like, that is perfection. Like I ordered uh, ice cream bars and <laughs> uncrustable peanut butter and jellies because I feel like eating like garbage. Hi, Rob. Hi. Hi, babe. I'm hey, almost Rob. done. <laughs> he's like wrap it up ladies we're done he's like it's time for us to watch a did he not see the again. on air light outside your door I need Duh. one <gasps> I need Christmas one present for each other let's get them for each other oh my god let's do it um, so so I mean more than that like oh my god I had something so good before my dog and my husband take a day 
take a day. If you need a pity day, you need a self-care day, you need a day to just wallow in your crap, do it. No one's going to judge you. But it's also like, no, nobody's going to judge you. But I just, I just want to say like, through experience and failures, you do, you gain your confidence. And the fact that like, you'll have like a job, will something will happen where there'll be like a failure. Or I remember this one time, like when I just started, I was doing this like transaction with this Portland agent and he was, everybody's like, he's terrifying. He's literally been in the business for like decades. He's super mean. I'm going to need notes on who this is. <laughs> and I remember I was like terrified of him and I was in a transaction. He kept disrespecting me and our principal broker at the time was like, you tell me who and what he says and I will literally call his principal broker. And I remember that like, I asked him a question about whether we could have like extra occupancy or something. And he was like, so called me and was like super rude in the way that he said it. And he's just like, why don't you do yourself a favor for the rest of your career? And why don't you read the contract before you call agents? And I remember getting off the phone and being like, am I going to cry? Like, I was so upset. And I was like, am I going to cry? Like, how do I feel right now? Like, I wasn't sure if I was going to ball or like how, what I was going to do, but I punched someone. I read through the contract. If I had literally taken two seconds to read through the contract, I would have really realized that I already like the badass that I almost was negotiated already. But I didn't like, I didn't take the time and I was so like freaked out by him that I didn't really do my homework before making that conversation, before calling him and having that conversation. And I've never made that mistake again. Right. Because what do you do now? When you need, when you're thinking, hey, I need to call and kind of do this. Wait a minute. Go back over your contract. I need to look at my contract. So what he was doing was being a dick in his delivery, but he was literally teaching me because he knew I already had it built into the contract. And he's like, you need to do your homework before. One, wasting my time with a phone phone call. True, sir. True. Second. I'm so sorry, sir. True. That is true now, especially now as like a more experienced agent. Like I get a lot of questions where I'm like, if you just read the MLS. I'm pretty sure there are phone calls you get and you want to say it like that, but you do not. I do, but I'm not a dick. So you're not. But I was like, you know what? I'm really irritated. Like I'm upset at how he spoke to me, but like 100%, like I learned so much from that moment. Yeah. And that is making that mistakes helps, helps you gain that confidence. I'll never make that mistake again. Even if someone had said, been like, you always need to read your contract. I'm sure someone had said that to me before. Check before you ever call an agent. No, you learn that through making those mistakes because your brain builds an actual neural pathway and is like, whoa, don't do that like, again. That hurt. It's the same for everything. <laughs> I hurt my feelings. Yeah. Or making a mistake at work. The first one's always the worst. And then again, the next time you make a mistake, you're you're quicker to get up and rebound. And so that's why mistakes are positive. It's mm-hmm. okay to make a mistake. Just make sure that you damn well learn from it. Yeah. It's fine to make a mistake. It's fine to fail. It's fine to screw up. Just don't make a habit of it. Like learn from it. Take ownership and learn from it and redirect. Pivot. Pivot. So that's why we think failure is good. F around literally and find out. Yeah. (laughs) And actually find out, you guys. Actually find out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to need to know who that agent was. I'm going to have to look back. I mean, it was like a long time ago. Be on your purge list. It's, it, it made such an act of very, no. Because be honest, you learned another from deal it. With him. I learned from it. And I think he actually was trying to be like, it's a teachable moment. Maybe he just didn't have like a personable 
personality. He's just a dick. Got it. But look, I think he's a dick who was like, I'm going to help trying to like literally trying to get you to like open your your baby agent eyes. Baby agent. You're a baby. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you just have to be harsh. And, and it worked. And sometimes I'm so nice to my, you know, to agents and they don't understand what I'm saying. So maybe hit, there's there's merit in every method. <laughs> beauty sometimes. in that. Who knows? Sometimes you that. need to roll up the newspaper and smack them on the nose. <laughs> Kaylee's in puppy mode, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleep deprived. This is what is up. <laughs> she's, like She's just not sleeping anymore. <laughs> like having a baby again, you guys. She's so I'm dang like, cute. She's returning but... my, my 5 a.m. like, my 5 a.m. Right. Instagram. I text her like, at like four something and I'm like, I know I'm up really early. It's because the puppy. She goes, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> We're both awake in the morning. This is amazing. Super She's weird. Like, no, it's not. It's not cool. <laughs> so we hope that you guys in closing are excited and happy to fail forward. We want you to deliberately use your failures to find successes be unafraid and unapologetic about failing. In fact, we want you to barrel forward, be fearless, and fail your way to like total success. Go fail. Go fail. <laughs> go and say fail. we told you to. Cam and Kaylee told me to go fail. Go fail forward. Cam and Kaylee told me to go fail. I'm going to go fail. <laughs> we love you guys. We're so <laughs> thankful for you. Kaylee, do you want to tell everybody how they can find us? If you don't know where yes. to find us, like... There's an issue, but she's going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you just in case this is your first episode. And in that case, Aww. go back and listen to the other 36 before this, because we are almost <laughs> rounding up our first year. So do it. I'm so proud of us. Let me just tidbit this real quick. So about this time last year, we were putting our little baby idea together and about to debut selling crazy online. So We're going to have to do like a year in review recap, like favorite moments, things we've learned, things that have failed. Oh my God, that'll be so fun. (laughs) So yeah, look for that. We failed forward. Look for that. Anyway, how you can find us is we are at selling underscore crazy on Instagram, at selling crazy podcast on Facebook. Obviously you're listening to us, but you can listen to us wherever you get podcasts. You can send us email, sellingcrazypodcast at gmail.com. Follow us personally on Instagram if you like to see puppies and dogs and kids and stuff. So there you go. Yeah. That was great. Super I'm great. like nodding alert along. Like yeah. you're so amazing. Oh God. So again, we know you guys have a thousand things to do and we're so thankful that you took you took some of your precious time to listen to us. We love you guys. We hope that you're all doing well. Um and we, we'll see it we'll see you next week. See you next we'll time. Talk to you next week. <laughs> we'll see you next time. And remember that you are always enough. Thank you.